your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Rita, who do we have on now? And joining us now is the former right-hand person to then-Governor Cuomo, Melissa DeRosa. Uh, Melissa, great to have you here on the show. You know what? I got to get your reaction uh, to what was a scathing letter covering from Governor Hochul uh, slamming uh, the mayor over his migrant response, basically saying that the city was late, they didn't take advantage of some of the funds. Uh, what's your reaction to what looks like a battle royale between the governor and the mayor? So first, it's really great to hear your voice, Rita, and to be back. I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys in a long time, and I, for one, would never mistake you for anything but Brooklyn. So let's just thank you, about that. thank you, <laughs> thank you all. I mean. When I read that Times story this morning, I have to tell you, my head exploded. It is the definition of ineptitude, ineffectual, lack of leadership, incompetence. Just the idea that the governor of the state of New York, who ultimately the buck stops on his or her doorstep, would send that letter to Eric Adams or about Eric Adams and how the mayor has handled the migrant crisis, which, by the way, I think has been far from perfect. But he is the only one who has stepped up and tried to deal with it. And it is a crisis that was laid at his doorstep starting last August when the stay in Mexico policy expired, when Joe Biden and the administration did that without any plan or wherewithal to deal with it. And those buses of people started showing up. And Eric Adams was the only one who stepped up and tried to manage the crisis. For her, a year later, to step in with this letter, it was just the height of arrogance and hypocrisy and the idea that New Yorkers, who, by the way, are a lot of things but not stupid, would buy into this was just pure insanity. You know, I want to ask you, Melissa, um, do you believe uh, we were talking earlier and and Governor Patek, I thought you had a great idea calling it Bidenville, right? You use that phrase. Basically, that it should be turned around. Uh, You know, the buses, turn them around. Let's send them back uh, or set up the migrant camps and call them Bidenville because he's created the crisis. Don't you think maybe we're at a boiling point? I, I mean, just in general with the issue? You know, look, Rita, I, I, this is a humanitarian crisis. These are people, many of whom are fleeing from dire situations in their home countries. But many of them are not. Many of them are not. They're not vetted. Many of them are not. But the point is, we created this problem. And yes, wait, 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 wait. Melissa, Melissa, this is George Pataki. I apologize for being rude and interrupting, but I'm from New York. So, so we do that. (laughs) Uh, what do you mean? We, we by, don't do what, that in South Carolina. What do you mean? I yield the floor. What do you mean by we created this problem? Are you referring to Joe no, Biden and his border policy? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. When I when I say we, I mean the United States, which elected Joe Biden, which ran on a platform, which included getting rid of the stay in Mexico policy, and we can debate the merits of that. But what I will say, as a Democrat, is that. It was completely bungled from the top on down. They had no plan. It was all rhetoric and no management behind it. And now you have real lives that are hanging in the balance. You've got the city on the brink with the homeless shelters. And it's an entire debacle. And at every level of government, 
you see incompetence. But wasn't it and preventable? I, I, I think that's the governor's point. Wasn't yes, it preventable? Yes, I mean, close yeah. the border. I mean, when, when, close you, the border. when you say we created this problem, it's really the Biden administration. The problem wasn't like this before that. And, and by the way, Melissa, would you recommend that Governor Hochul should sue Biden for the failures of his policy and the burden it's placing on New York? I would recommend that this governor step up and do her job. And governor, and you're Biden? governor, and I, and I was secretary to the governor. What we would have done at this point was declare a state of emergency. We would have taken hold of the situation. We would have dealt with the county executive, identified places where they were welcome. You know that, were welcome, I, I believe they would have done that. Where we, we would have stepped up and dealt with it. And the idea Wait, that what, what about the Sue Biden? What about the Sue Biden? That's an interesting yeah. point. I mean, if I were you know, governor, I would I, sue Biden. I think, I think honestly, at this point, Governor, to your point, every option needs to be on the table because there is such a lack of leadership from the top on down. And all the Democrats, which I am one and I am a proud Democrat, but this idea of this go along, get along, and we're not going to criticize each other until there's a little bit of heat on you from the editorial boards, and then you're going to start a letter writing campaign, it is a disgrace. And this city is at the brink. I believe in the next two to three years, we are going to determine the fate of this city in the next 20 to 30 years. And someone has got to start acting like an adult. Yeah. And and listen, I I hear you on that. I will still say close the border. I'd like to see more Democrats going out to the White House and saying close the border. Where's that? You know what I've said today? I was on Greg Kelly's show before, and I said that somebody in the Democratic Party should stand up and say what's going on with President Trump. And being President Biden, no, what's going on with President Trump? Oh, oh okay, you're talking about another being, issue. Uh, uh, indicted in four different counties. I mean, for a next president, I think that's wrong. You know, if if somebody wants to have an indictment, it's up to the Attorney General and do it federally, and that's it. Don't don't go to Mayberry MFD. You know. By the way, Melissa, what are your thoughts on all that? You know, look, I, this, the, the stuff with President Trump I view is entirely differently. I, I have come on your show before and I have voiced dissension with the ranks. I think what Alvin Bragg did was purely political. I have real concerns about taking an oath of office and then seeking to overthrow a duly elected government. I think what happened on January 6th was a disgrace. And I think if people broke the law and didn't uphold their constitutional duties, they should be held accountable. And I think that that is something that no one should debate. I think that the founders were very clear on a peaceful transition of power. I agree. But, so you should call Stacey Abrams and you know, give her so, a call. <laughs> no. So, I, I, so you know, look, I think that you have to sort of separate these four cases. I think January 6th is very serious. I think what happened in Georgia is very serious. I think that they need to be looked individually. I do think politics has influenced Tish James vis-a-vis Trump, Alvin Bragg vis-a-vis Trump. And I think that when that happens at these lower levels, it taints the entire judicial system. And then everything looks political. And then you're at a point where you have no faith in the justice system, which is an even larger problem in America. Melissa DeRosa, thank you so much for coming on. Stay tough. I love tough women. He does. He sits next to one on the show every day. (laughs) Thank you. We'll catch up with you again uh, real soon. And he married one.